Welcome back to the Fear and Beer Podcast, where we discuss all things Halloween Horror Nights, horror movies, and just a little bit of beer. I'm Nick. And I'm Seamus. Like scary movies. Uh Uh-huh. Here's Johnny. It's alive. It's alive. It's alive. You miss me. Aren't you drinking? I never drink. Why? Before we get into tonight's episode, we want to remind all of those listening on Apple Podcasts to drop us a five-star review. It helps us grow as a podcast and build our audience. If you're listening on Spotify or any other platform, follow us, and don't forget to share with friends and family who might have a little bit of the strange in them as well. And while you're on those socials, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, be sure to find us, Fear and Beer Pod. Give us a like, share, and you can always message us. We'd love to interact with all you guys. Well... <laughs> It's been a wild ride to get to our newest episode. It's been. It has been a, a while. It's been, it been a birthday, a, a, a cruise ship, uh, a hurricane. Uh, so yeah, we um, to name a few things. Yeah, this is a little weird timing for us. So we're recording at a weird time. We're releasing at a weird time. Everything is just chaos right now. So we we do not have drinks tonight, but we do want to get back into the groove of things. Um, we haven't been here for a little bit. Just. Yeah, life caught up to us. It we were burning the midnight oil, and then we got burned. Things caught up to us, but uh, I mean, in all seriousness, we just want to let everybody know we are both good. Um, Yep, made it through Ian without any major issues. Um, I know you don't own a home. I do. I did not experience any home damage, at least as of right now. I haven't really done a super close check, but as far as I can tell, we had no major wind damage, which is great. Um, we did flood a little bit on the street, but it did not flood my house. So thank God for that. I know that there's a lot of people in Central Florida that are dealing with some issues with flooding. Obviously, in the West Coast, it was pretty bad. Um, so we want to just really quick, just put it out there. You know, we're thinking of you. If you guys are a listener and something happened, um, we're definitely sending our, you know, thoughts with you know with you, and hopefully everything works out fine for you. Um, so uh, yeah, it was a pretty rough, pretty rough couple of days here in in Florida. Um, for those of you that do not live yeah. in the state. Um, so just wanted to shout out, you know, and make sure everybody knows we're thinking about you here at the podcast and, um, you know, hopefully we'll see you in the fog soon, sooner than later. Yep. And it is, it is weird how like varying the degrees just in Orlando it hit. Cause it's like, I'm over here, uh, more and, and, and it's like close to me too. Like right where I'm at, there's like not much. It's just like leaves, a couple trees, a couple light posts, nothing, nothing major. Um, and then just down the street is SeaWorld, which was like, their whole parking lot was completely flooded. So it just, it goes to show the different, like how the, the land is and how, like where it decides to fill and right. stuff like that. Cause it it's like I, to water and that sort of thing. Yeah. Cause it's like my area doesn't look like much. And then you could go, you know, 15 minutes into still being in Orlando and it looks like a completely different area. So it's just, it really affected places in, in such different degrees. Cause some of my friends were like, Oh, I heard Orlando wasn't, didn't get too, too bad. I was like, no, we didn't, it wasn't too, too bad, but there are some areas that are, you know, a couple feet of water. And it's just, it's, it's crazy how such a, a, a close area can be affected differently. So hopefully everyone that's listening, uh, came out unscathed. Um, we were lucky. So we'll, um, I mean, the least we can do is talk about horror nights for you. That's the least we yeah, can do. Yeah, and obviously the you know the the hope is for all of us um, in this community is that Universal uh, manages to you know get themselves out of this situation as as 
as well as they can. I know that it, you know, they have a lot, a lot of great people on, on, on their team. Um, obviously a hurricane is something that nobody wants. Nobody expects when we obviously, well, I don't want to say that we do expect them to happen, but we don't want it to happen the way it did. And, um, so we hope that they can pull out of this great and, um, get this event back to its, you know, full 100% operating capability. I know as of right now, we were just talking about it off, off air. Um, as of right now, as far as I know today, they're doing a soft reopen of the theme parks for people staying on, on, on site. So if you're in a hotel at universal, then you should be able to get in. Um, but for those of you that are not, um, at least, well, I say as of today, I don't know when we're releasing this, but as of today, nine thirty Friday, um, they've reopened yeah. it. So hopefully by the time you listen to this, that it is reopened 100% for people, uh, for everybody. And we'll see you there. So, you know, just, just hoping that everything works out great. That's, that's all, that's yeah. all we can, we, we can hope for. I am curious. I, I know the, the tents get a little, flooded sometimes so i'm really hoping that they didn't get you know too much exactly. damage in there i mean you know it's, really, it's a crapshoot they haven't said anything as far as i can tell i haven't heard anything about the extent of the damage um if there was any i, I obviously i can imagine that you know you're right some of those lower lying tents at least the ones down in the back behind mib typically flood pretty badly in yep. just regular rainstorms the house itself doesn't flood but like i know that like the the water uh, the, not the water, the um, the queuing, the the queues, you know, the waiting, Get the lines. Up, they yeah. they got really flooded. Um, so I can only imagine in a hurricane how bad it would be. So hopefully, hopefully they they got rel- got away relatively unscathed. I mean, I can only imagine that they build a lot of that stuff with waterproof material, anyways. So yeah. the water damage shouldn't be as bad. But it's just drying it out, getting it, um, you know, ready to go. And I would I would assume that anything sensitive they would have removed prior yeah. to the storm. I know that they were out there working on a lot of like the booths and the food stuff. Yeah. Um, pulling those down and stuff. Hitting. Yeah. So they, I think they did a considerable amount to make sure everything was bat- battened down. So hopefully it wasn't too bad. I mean, obviously in our area, the wind wasn't as bad as it was obviously when it hit landfall and it was awful when it hit landfall. But when it got to us in our area, the wind had died down considerably. Um, still getting probably upwards of, um, you know, 75, 80 mile an hour wind gusts. So hopefully nothing got, too damaged i know that the everyone's probably seen the famous online picture so far it's been going was well, a couple of them that's been going around one of the uh jurassic park water ride the side of the building kind of yeah. going off um, yeah and then, that's crazy and then the uh the hulk ride supposedly there's you know the 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 tunnel filled up with water i know some people were saying yeah. it was fake it was fake but everything i've heard is it actually did do that so uh, hopefully they they get everything fixed and dried up and in a pretty ample amount of time but i know it's yeah. you know it's one of those things we we have to unfortunately when we when you live in florida in central florida or actually anywhere in the southeast in the mid you know even in the midwest you know you just gotta you gotta deal with weather and you know some of these things happen so hopefully everything works out for for everybody and we can get back there as soon as we can yep so for today's episode um we are going to jump into houses because our last episode was our instant reaction to scare zones um and it's been a little while, so we can't really do an instant reaction episode, seeing that it's been about a month now. Um, but yeah, we're going to do exactly. like our hype versus reality. <laughs> yeah. So these aren't really instant reactions because we've done these a handful of times now. So we're going to go hype versus reality. Um, we both have our lists from our previous episode, which was our hype list. Um, and we're going to list off where those houses stand right now for us today. Um, and we can just kind of compare at the back end. So the list we'll go through is our house rankings as of today, 
Um, and then at the back end, we'll compare that to where we had them previously. Um, I'm sure there's been some changes. Um, I know Seamus re-listened re- to the episode so he can call me out on some of the stuff that I might have oh, said because I don't I remember will, anymore. But I will do my best. As best you can. I, as best I didn't can. listen as much to yours as it is to mine, yeah. so I knew what I, what, what I said, but um, I'll do what I can. If I remember anything, I will make sure that um, I call you out on it. Um, just like you should call out me on it because, you know, <laughs> if I, know I had a couple of houses ranked pretty high that it may have dropped a little bit, but, you know, we'll see what happens. You never know. All right. And so I want to warn everybody. Let's dive right Sorry, in. I don't just really quick. I, don't wanna, right. I just want to warn everybody. I, we are recording remotely, obviously. So if you hear noise in the background, I apologize. Everyone is home right now. So <laughs> the dogs, the kids, everybody. So um, continue. I, I, Full I, house. I apologize. <laughs> Good. All right. So let's just jump right into number 10 then. Um, I can give off mine. So it, it was tough. It really was tough going through all these. Um, I have my clear cut number one. I'm sure people know what that is going to be already. Um, but other than that, it really was was tough to, to kind of put these all, all in a place. So number 10, I'm going to have to put Spirits of the Coven. Um, wow. I've had... I know it dropped a lot. I had surprising. I'll let yeah, you know. I, explain your yeah, reasoning, and then we can yeah. talk. We can discuss. I really like the aesthetic. Um, the last run I did it, they did change some stuff. They added some new audio cues, um, and and maybe I had so many runs beforehand, um, up to that point where it hasn't hasn't gone up yet, and maybe it will still continue to climb. Um, but I did feel like there was a lot of areas where there was like just spots that I couldn't, that there wasn't a scare there was supposed to be, or, or maybe they just staffing levels weren't there at the time yet. Um, the, the story of it was, I was expecting more of that, like Gatsby era, whereas we like kind of got a little taste of that and then lured into like what looked like the mining area and the, and the, the underground area of the, the runes and stuff like that. And it, it's a fun house. It really is. I, I, and, we said this previously, you know, no houses are bad houses really in on this year. Um, but for me, that's just where it kind of fell because I, I ended up having more fun in other houses. And then previously, let's see, previously I had spirits as my number five. So it did drop a little yeah, bit. I was going to say it was pretty, it had to have been pretty high on the list as I mean, it's right, like right dead set in the middle of my list to my hype list anyways. So mm-hmm. Yeah. So year number 10. So we're going to me, my number 10. So originally it was Universal Monsters. Everybody knows how I feel about Universal Monsters. Uh, <laughs> we've established this multiple times. Again, I do not hate <laughs> Universal Monsters. I just don't find them as, as I don't have that retro fondness to look back on like a lot of people do. So I apologize for that again. So everybody who hates me because of it, I get it. It's okay. You can hate me. I don't. I, I'm not offended. No, I will, don't hate. I will let you all know. You can be happy and be reassured that it is no longer my tenth ranked house, at least as far as my instant reactions are concerned. Um, that one for the for the tenth ranked house, I wanted. Trust me, I wanted to put bugs here. Like I really wanted to drop <laughs> it. I really did because I just. I, we'll get we'll get to where when, when I rank it, but like. Um, it is as bad as I remember, as I imagined. So we'll get to, we'll get to that. Um, but my 10 is going to be Hellblock. Um, I have, I, I will, I will preface this by saying there are a couple in here that I've only done once. So this is truly like an instant reaction, not so much a, 
I've done it five or six times and, and I've, I've given it some time to really mull around in my head. Um, the problem I have with Hellblock is it definitely feels like it was a rushed house. Um, and I, I don't say that to mean that they did a bad job with it. I don't think they did a terrible job. I think for what they were working with, the, they could only do so much. Um, but I do feel it was it, out of all the 10, it is it is the blandest of the 10 houses. Um, yeah. I guess is the best way I can describe it. It's just, it's very samey. There's not a whole lot going on. Um, there's really very little story to it. I mean, obviously you can listen to the stories that they put out on, you know, their social medias and that sort of thing. But uh, as far as, uh, as far as I'm concerned, I just, it doesn't really come, it doesn't come off in the house. It doesn't really come at you with anything and, you know, anything unique. It's just very much, hey, look, it's a prison and all these monsters that we housed in here have escaped. And it, yeah. again, I think there are some cool effects in it and some, some you know, some moments or highlights in it, but not enough for it to be, as of right now, um, my, you know, higher than 10th in, in my list. Yeah. So again, I apologize for any super fans of that. Uh, I, I can't imagine there's many of you that rank it like one, two or three compared to what we have. So, you know, again maybe 10th is too harsh on it because of the situation they were put in. But I don't know. I just, I just, just not one that I'm super, super hyped on. So yep, yeah. that's where I put Hellblock 10. All right. So let's just, I'll, I'll jump over to my nine because yeah, my nine is also Hellblock. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. My nine. Yeah. It's also Hellblock for a lot of the same stuff that you mentioned, uh, mess, uh, mentioned, um, man, it has been a while since we podcast. I can't yeah. use the word. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, a lot of the stuff that you mentioned, um, it did feel a little rushed. Um, I like the idea of it. It's still a fun house. Um, I think I wanted to rank this one a little bit higher, um, just because this is because of the wait times. I have done this done this house the most. I think um, there are some cool effects in there. I do like the little strobe like strobe lighty room where it's um, all these different little light bulbs. That's that's fun, but you can tell it was like a a filler filler room filler walkway um but yeah i mean everything you mentioned it, it is a fun story i do enjoy it um but had they had this house planned from the get-go um i think that they could have brought it to a whole different level um and and, and raised up the the stakes at that point but i think for what we have um that's just where where it, it lands yeah, yeah and, and so, again i think you pretty much covered everything i mean i think i think we've kind of both feel along the same lines i think just i don't want to like obviously we say this all the time whenever we do these list things a lot of times you know because it's ranked 10th or whatever or 9th it doesn't mean that we think it's like terrible or bad it's just it's not as good it cannot hold itself up compared to some of the other ones that are there yeah um, i think it's just yeah it's just it's just one of those situations where you know they only had so much time to get something figured out and the fact that they got us a 10th house is 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 probably good you know it should be good on its own it's just unfortunately yeah. it suffers a little bit and i think you mentioned wait times and i think it's a good barometer i mean i know that you know we can't use it as a you know complete or solid you know reason for why things are the way they are but i think that you know being that it's even on a busy on the busiest night it's usually the least the lowest weight um and i know some people yeah. might say well that's because it's you know it's location it's right up front um and that's true that could be part of it but it's also you know, it feels kind of buried. You know what I mean? Like just yeah. location wise, you, you do kind of forget that it's there. Um, but even then, like 
being that it's there, it should be relatively a decent weight because everyone should see it first when they walk in and right up front. last when they leave. So you would think that because of that, just based on location, the wait time would be a little bit higher, but it's, it's usually not. It's usually walk on. Um, mm-hmm. And we, I think we actually, the first time we went through it together, uh, we walked through that initial building with all the queuing there. And we yeah. asked ourselves, did they really expect the queue to be that long for this house? Or is it mainly because it was supposed to be something else and the other thing that it was supposed to be would have brought bigger wait times? Um, if it was what I thought it was, or what we thought it was going to be, I don't even then th- think that they would need that much queuing. But then again, who, who knows? Uh, it's just, yeah, it's, me just neither. It's, it's an interesting fact because you walk through a big lit up, you know, not a warehouse, Huge. but a stage. With you could have put a whole house in there. Right. You could have put a whole another house in it, um, which obviously they probably wouldn't have done regardless. But it's yeah. just, it's interesting because it, I mean, everything, every time I've been there so far this season, I think that it's like basically been a walk in, like a walk on. You just get in line, you're pretty much in the house almost immediately. So um, definitely not one to skip if you've got time no. to do all of them. But if you don't have time to do all of them, it's probably one you can probably not do or hold off on and maybe wait till the videos come out. Cause I'm sure there'll be videos of the walkthrough, but I don't know. That's just my own opinion. So, I mean, if you're a completionist, I get it. You got to do all of them totally fine. But if you can't, it's definitely one you can risk skipping, I guess, but enough, enough battering hell block. We're on to my nine. <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> all right. So my nine originally was Blumhouse. Um, for all you Blumhouse fans, you're going to be happy to know that I have definitely bumped this up the list. Uh, my nine now is Universal Monsters. I know, I get it. I'm sorry. I'm going to get <laughs> one spot. Bring on the we hate. Got it. One Bring spot. It on. Bring on the hate. It moved up. It bumped up one spot. Y'all should be happy. All right, you should be happy. No, <laughs> take what um, you can get. Again, this is not because I don't like the house necessarily, as far as construct, you know, uh, of creativity is concerned, or or. Well, let me reword that. That's not a good word to use. I guess it's not a bad house. Again, just like Hellblock, not a bad house. I think they put a lot of work into it. It definitely shows the amount of work they did. I mean, the set pieces in this house are probably some of the best we've seen. And when I see set piece, I mean like solid structure, like sculpture. Um, when you first walk in and you've got that big, uh, you know, Egyptian statue kind of hanging above you. Like, I think that there are aspects of this house that are really, really well done. And I respect them for it. My problem with it is more personal. I just think that, like I said before, the story they came up with, there's too much going on. I shouldn't have to read a, you know, a small novella to really understand what this whole house is about. Um, and if you didn't know what the story was going into it, you'll have no idea what's going on. And maybe you yeah. disagree and we can talk about it a little bit when we get to you, where you put it. But I think that that really hurts it for me is that like, again, it's what I figured would happen when we, we did the hype list is just that I think that there's not enough in this house that just from visuals alone are to really uh, are enough there to convey what the story is that they're going for. Um, and to be honest with you, I'm not going to lie. I'm not, a, I'm not hyped on, on the scare actors in this one. No, that, that isn't to say that they're not trying hard or they're not working hard. It's not so much the actors that are the problem. It's the costumes. I think they're they're kind of struggling with having to be the monsters that were chosen. I, I think the best ones are the Wolfman costumes. I think those are the best ones. Um, they typically, what I remember, they, for me, had the best scares in the house. Um, the Draculas are just... I mean, I hate to say it. I, I, and I apologize if we have any characters listening that are play the Dracula. It's this is no shade at you, but you're you're, you're just, it's awful. Like the look is awful. It's too classic vampire for me. I know that's supposed to be Dracula, but it makes zero sense. 
and I guess again, I'm, I'm trying not to dump on it because I know people are going to be so <laughs> mad at dumping on it, but like, it's just, uh, it's just, it, it's just, I don't get it. I don't understand it. I don't understand the story. I don't understand why they did it the way they did it. Again, this goes back to when we first started talking about the spec maps. Like, give if you're going to do user universal monsters every year, give me one single monster in that house and give them kind of like their time to shine. Stop trying to mix. Don't try to mix them together. If you're going to do story. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to do like, you know, uh, a a compilation house, okay, fine. That I can, that I can live with. But like next year, don't do like, you know, the invisible man versus, you know, uh, the creature from black lagoon. Like, don't do that. Like give me a solo creature house. I think I would enjoy that so much more. Because, yeah, you can obviously put a story in it, but I don't think it needs as much explanation when it's just one solo character. You know the character, you love the character. Uh, just give us that one solo character's house, like kind of like yeah. they did with, with with the Bride of Frankenstein. Like they did Frankenstein and the Bride, and that was what you got. And I think that honestly, that house was better than this one. And I wasn't super hyped on that one. You know, we all know yeah. we all know that I wasn't super wowed by it, but I thought that one was really well done for what they were going for. This one is just, it's to me, it's a mess. And I, and I, and again, I don't want to sound harsh with it. I just, I think what they were going for is ambitious and I, and I, and I applaud them for trying to be ambitious with it. I'm just not a super big fan of it. So again, I know I'm super in the minority on this. A lot of people are probably going to be like, you are crazy, man. I don't know what you're <laughs> talking about. Uh, that was amazing. And, and I get it and I'm totally fine with it. But I mean, how many, do we get a lot of mummies? I mean, do, do you remember yeah. getting a, the things that I remember from it? Do not involve the mummy. Like I know that like he's in there. I know he's, he's there are parts with him there, but it's so just like blah when it comes to the yeah. stairs in it. If it feels I, like the, the mummies are just like mummies, not the mummy. Right. Well, and that's part of my problem with the house is that like you know, there is one Dracula. Dracula is one person. There aren't multiple Draculas. There might be multiple vampires, but there is one Dracula. I think they would have benefited with this one from having like at least one final scene where you had each of the three characters going at each other rather than just a Dracula holding a, a wolf head. You yeah. know what I mean? And that and that and that to me, that scare, that scare is egregious. That scare is so boring. And I feel bad for any scare actor that has to work that one. Like again, if you're listening and you're a scare actor that works in that house, I I'm not calling you out specifically, but that scare where you hide in the head behind your cape and just coming out from behind a wall, that's something that yeah. you and I would have done as children. Yeah, <laughs> and I know that sounds again harsh, but the, the houses we used to build as as, as teenagers, um, I think that we would have come up with something like that. Yeah, maybe. You know uh, I mean? like, hey. Yeah, I know. And and again, I, I can't wait to hear your response to this. <laughs> so I, I, I'm dr- <laughs> I'm going on and on. I'm droning. So I, I'm going to stop droning. Um, everyone that's a super huge Universal Monster stand, listen, it's it's higher than Hellblock. You should be happy with that. Um, and I, and I give it that ranking only because I think that the work that went into building those sets was so much, they, they just came across so much better, um, than, than Hellblock sets. But at the same time, you had an entire year to plan that one. And I just think it went off the rails, at least for me. That's my, yeah. opinion. again, I'm going to preface this by ending and saying that this is my opinion. Everyone needs to remember that this is my opinion. It's probably wrong, and I get it. It's probably wrong, but you know what? You ain't going to change my opinion on this one. So <laughs> We're allowed to have you, wrong opinions. <laughs> I, will, I will let you rebut everything that I just said, um, and you know we'll go on to your eight. <laughs> yeah, so my number eight, Universal Monsters. <laughs> wow, look, look at that. See? Right around the same. <laughs> um, a lot, you know, 
I think I have a lesser degree of a lot of your points. Um, I think the idea, the storyline of the house is in, is an amazing storyline for a movie. Um, I think for a house, it is a lot harder to translate. And that's kind of what my initial thoughts were of this house. I was like, wow, this sounds like a really cool story, but is it going to be translated through straight up hot visuals? And that's, that's a really tough asking uh, to do. So I, I, I do feel like, again, a lot of this, the stuff in this house, um, I feel like there was a handful of boo holes that were not complete. Um, I've heard people talking about the ending and the ending having not just the character with the head, but like another person or, or two popping out and almost being like a full confrontation. Um, I have yet to see that. So if that's the yeah, case, then, then maybe that would go up a little bit more and it would kind of make that, you know, the head scare person almost be um, not the scare, but the distraction, which would work a lot better in my opinion, but I haven't been able to yeah. see that yet. And I, um, and again, just to, to add on to that particular, that specific point, I've been to this house three times. So it's not like I did this once and this is my opinion. I've done it three times. Yeah. I've given it three times. Um, and that specific situation you just mentioned, I haven't seen it either, either any, any of those three times. So yeah, me neither. I, I've gone a handful of times too, and I haven't, I haven't been able to see it. So maybe it's out there. Maybe I just haven't got lucky yet, but you know, I, I do, it is tough because it feels like the nine and tens, uh, at least for me are like fairly like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Eight through six, you could kind of jumble these all up and, and I'd be okay with that. But for right now, I just put monsters at eight. Um, you know, the set design is beautiful. Um, that the, the, just the walking into the facade and having like the, the Sphinx and the construction site and stuff like that. And whatever we got going on there is, it's really something special to look at. But other than that, like I did feel like I missed a lot. Um, and it's really a storyline thing for me. I feel like I've talked about that a lot where I really enjoy houses storylines. And, and sometimes it's very easy to pick up on what the storyline is. And sometimes it's a little bit more jumbled. Um, this is an instance for me personally that it, it does get a little jumbled. Um, and the monsters similar to, to, to what you say is like the, the universal classic monsters are nothing um, that I hold dear to my heart in the, that nostalgia factor, you know, it's, it's a fun, it's a fun time. It started the genre. I get it. Um, but for me, it's just not what I look for um, in a movie. And if it were a house, like you mentioned, I would rather it be just a single storyline, you know, in and out done um, versus trying to like create these, you know, com not compilations, but these like actual versus style houses is just, it, it does get a little jumbled there. And I, I feel like I missed a lot. Yeah, 100% um, agree. And again, I, I just want to reiterate once more that like this one for me is is only nine because of how well the set set design set design was. I think it's really they they put a lot of work into building up the set, so I give them credit for that. Um, I just think that they they missed on the story, and I'm not asking for like you, for them to like force feed me a story when I walk to the house, but at least they need to I need to visualize a battle between the mummy and the Wolfman and dracula like i know that like it was primarily the mummy versus the wolfman but dracula should have some part in it that's not just him popping out of a boo hole with a head like you know what i mean like i just feel like there's more there should be there should be at least been a more clear visualization of that battle at least in one scene and like you said if, if it's supposed to be yeah. there and we just haven't seen it great i'll give it one more chance but i need someone to confirm for me that it actually does happen otherwise it's just i feel like 
I'm not waiting 65, 70 minutes every night I go to sit in that house just to see if the story a maybe. comes yeah. through maybe again that last time I did it. So I don't know. I Again, I'm not going to not do it again probably, but it's going to have to be somewhat of a decent wait. Not I'm not waiting another <laughs> hour and a half to go through it. Yeah, the last no. time I was there, it was a Friday night and the line was all the way out to the ET queue. So yeah. Um, We'll see. I, I again, I, again, pe- fans don't don't take this as hate. I'm not hating on it. I just, yeah. I just have very strong opinions about how I want my house to come across to me visually, and this house just missed it for me. Yeah. So, so that brings uh, me to my eight because that was your eight, yep. right? Yeah. So just to reiterate, you've done so. Ten was spirits. Your nine was which one? Hellblock. Hellblock, and then your eight was universal. Okay, so mine so far ten is ten is Hellblock, nine is universal. So my eight is probably this this is going to be hard this is where it starts to get like a little jumbled like i've had a few that dropped but do i think that they dropped super low you know what i mean so i think with eight it's probably going to be descendants of destruction and it's only because i've only done it once so this is like one of the few houses where i only got to do it one time so the instant reaction kind of isn't there anymore so i need to do it I think a couple more times to really let it brush up in. on it um, because I remember going through it that one time and actually having a pretty good time with it. Um, yeah. I just happened to remember the other six that or seven that much better. If mm-hmm. that makes sense. So like um, I don't want to, I want to withhold too much critical uh, reaction to it until I've done it one more, one or two more times. The one time I did do it, I do remember really enjoying the set. I think that the, they did a lot of, a lot of really good set, um design with it i think there's a lot of good you know we call them boo holes so a lot of those you know options where mostly scare actors are performing i think that they did a pretty good job with that um i think my only critical opinion i have at the moment is i feel like it's kind of hard to understand what the monsters are like there's really very little explanation as to what the bad guy or the bad scare actor is in this house um so i need to do it a few more times i think before i can really truly give you a reaction to it but i'm not going to spend too much time going over this one again i'm going to put it at seven just because the other like i said that's not seven eight um because the other seven houses i think they're just they're just they're not, not that much better but they're just this is just more fresh in my mind and i tend to remember enjoying those ones more so i'm yeah. going to leave it at that my eight is descendants of destruction and we'll go to your reaction slash number seven yeah so my number seven is bugs eaten alive it fell. Wow. It fell a wow. little bit. I'm actually surprised yeah. it's as low as in your list as I, because my it's not even at, it's not because I'm not gonna lie to you it's not even at seven for me not to give oh, away okay. too much yet but it's yeah we're getting to it we're getting it's, to it. It's fun. Um, I do enjoy this house. I love the aesthetic of it. Um, but I think the reason why it fell for me a little bit is because I I don't care about bugs. Like you are terrified. You hate that house because it 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 gets into that yeah. fear yeah, for me we'll get it doesn't why. really it doesn't bother me as much so when mm-hmm. when people were having those reactions of like oh my god this bug house is insane there's this one room that drives people uh, it's crazy and then so i had these really high expectations plus like add the aesthetic to it all that um and then when i walked through i couldn't i still can't tell you what room those people were talking about because nothing really was like Oh my god, this is insane to me. Um, it was a fun house. It was really fun designed. I it is funny. It is that like schlocky house we, we kind of expected. Um, a lot of the the scares are not really scary. It's more just like 
oh, here's this bug waving its arms at me. And then it like kind of recedes back into its little boo hole. Um, so there's really not much scare in there for me. Uh, yeah. So when you take that out of a house, when you take that aspect out of the house, it's really just, you know, you have to really hit everything else a thousand times over. And right. it, it does, but it can only go so high on my list because of that. Um, so I enjoy it. I enjoy the story. I hate the walk to the house. It's the stupidest queue line in the world. I don't oh, know yeah, why the they have you walk. Is pretty, is pretty, that, that's actually, you, now you mentioned that, that may have changed where I put it. <laughs> I don't know eight. why. It's I hate it. Eight, but I'll, we'll go into it. Yep, that is a good I just point. don't yeah, get it. it. I hate it so much. I was really I hoping that like they would change it halfway through the season, but I don't think that's going to happen. No, probably not. I mean, I guess it's for me, it's better that it it's just one big long line rather than a bunch of back and forth. But yeah, yeah it's a good point. That is a good point. I didn't think of that until you just said that. <laughs> the line is weird. <laughs> um, but no, it, it is a fun house. Um, I do enjoy it. Like I said, my six through eight, you could kind of just throw into a blender and and tell me that that's my new breakings and I'd be okay with that. Um, so I do enjoy this house. It was fun. Um, but that's really all I have to say for that one. So let's go over to your seven. So my seven is... Well, we're going to just go right along with the same thing. It's Bugs Eating Alive. Um, okay. Uh, so it was four on my hype list because, like I said, I think that out of all of the out of all of the uh, original ideas, obviously Dead Man's Pier was the one that was going to be super hyped by both of us. So mm-hmm. not, not talking that one, I think Bugs definitely had the most promise. I guess in a way, and like I like I had said in my hype in my hype list episode, or the hype list episode is that bugs was is is higher on my hype list because I knew that that was the one I was going to get some genuine reaction out of. Again, I'm not trying to say that like I'm some tough guy and these things don't scare me. Blah, 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 blah. But <laughs> my point is is that like obviously with most of these houses, the reason I like them so much is because I like to enjoy in being in a living story, enjoy the work that went into building the sets, enjoy the um, creativity of it um, and, you know, occasionally get a good, you know, a good jump scare. Like what I've said before in, in the past, like jump scares can either work or they don't work for me. If they work, it's because you got me really good. And some of these houses have some of the best jump scares that I've, you know, experienced in a long time. So that's why bugs was kind of high on my list is because I expected there to be some visceral reaction from me. And mm-hmm. after going through it, um, yeah, there was definitely some visceral reaction, but it wasn't the visceral reaction. I think I wanted, I knew it was going to happen. Like I knew that going through this house, this was going to happen. Um, yeah. I it's trigger something. It's just, it's, it's going to trigger something in the back of my, my animal brain that says, this is not where you want to be. Get out of here. Um, I, I will, it, I'm, I'm kind of torn on it. You know what I mean? Like it's one of those ones. Where I did it once. We, you and I did it together. It is very memorable. I remember everything that happened in there, but I think it's partly because, I have such a phobia of certain creepy crawlies that <laughs> at that house just, I, yeah, I just, I don't know if I can do it again. I've, I've kind of <laughs> joked with everybody. I said, we go, we, every time we've gone since you and I went to that house, I was like, nope, I'm done. Not doing that house. Never again. We'll never go through that house again. I'm kind of half joking about that. I think I might do it once more, but I'm just not sure if I want to. And only because like, I don't have as much fun when I'm, literally in the house going, okay, I can't, I can't, I gotta, I gotta get out of here. I gotta get out of here. I go block. (laughs) And the thing is, is of course, like it's the one house we go through and the person in front of me decides, Oh, we're going to take our time in this one. I'm like, no, we're not going to take our time. time, The one time you don't want to. Yeah. And like, I think part of it is I, 
I have a sensory issue. I've always had one as a, you know, from the time I was of a, uh, from the time that I was a child till now, I have a sensory issue with just things and those dark long hallways. I don't want to give too much away for people that haven't been to the event yet, but there's a couple how hallways in this one that I'm just like, no, no, no. Nope. And then there's another <laughs> way you walk into it and you're like, no, no, I'm good. Um, <laughs> so again, I don't think it's a bad house. I think they did a really good job. It's really creative for to, to a point. Um, I think that there are some things about it that are kind of like, oh, that's pretty generic. Like there are certain walls in this house where it's like, they just stuck a bunch of like gag gif bugs on the wall. Um, yeah. And again, I don't want to give away too much, but I just think that it, it's definitely not one that um, I would sing the praises of, I guess is my point. Um, but I yeah. do think that like just between creativity and set design, I do think that they kind of went all out with this one. Um, and I'm only ranking it seventh because of the fact that like it did get some visceral reaction from me, whether it was a good reaction yeah. or a bad reaction. It, it definitely, it definitely, it triggered something in the deep recesses of my brain that, um, <laughs> was not enjoyable and i'm not sure that uh I, I want to experience that again but we'll see i'm sure i can get peer pressured to go through it one more time but oh, yeah, yeah it's gross it is a gross house and i am not not okay with it at all so i put it at <laughs> there was a and couple think, yeah i was gonna say there was a couple other things that i do enjoy about this house where and it's not even from the house perspective but there's this one team member that usually works out in that line logan um and when you're walking in line, I've heard him say like a whole bunch of different stuff like, oh, you see a bug, give it a hug or you know, welcome oh, yeah. to Bugs Life 2. Disney yeah. did it first. We did it better. And I was like, yeah. all right, those are fun. Um, I think that like it, it's one of the it's one of the houses where like I think it's fun to work. Like I think it's a scare actor. It's one of those ones where you're like, oh, man, I get to do that one. Like that's that's kind of cool. And not even just like you said, not even just the scare actors, like the just the general employees that are helping guide cues and that sort of thing. Like if. I think this is one of those ones where you can kind of have a little bit more fun with. So I think that that's, yeah. that makes it a little bit more interesting too. Yeah. One of the um, house attendants too was next to one of the walls with a bunch of bugs on it. And I, as I'm walking towards him, looking at him, he stares at me and he just puts his hand to the wall. Like he grabs a bug and it puts it in his mouth. I was like, Oh, it's just, it's just <laughs> somebody, somebody taking that extra step, which like he doesn't yeah. need to, but it's, yeah, 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 it's yeah. funny. I like, I it. like it. it. It definitely bumps up a little bit. Um, Sure. So then we're over now to my six. six. Yeah, yeah. Um, so my six is Descendants of Destruction. Um, I do enjoy this house. Yeah. It's almost cracked the top five. So that goes to show you something. Um, yep. The scenes in this house are awesome. Um, like you said, it's not like a clear cut. What are these creatures? Where do they come from? What happened? But for me, I can kind of like, I just zone that part out and it's like, oh, I'm just going through this like dystopian or, you know, beat down city old new york or whatever you know the subway scene is really cool there's a lot of scares in this house um i love the little neon scene towards the end i think one of my favorite guys is the guy on the grill that's just like cooking stuff with the steam coming out from the hot coals um i had a lot of fun with this now this house is probably one of the houses i've done probably towards the fewest times i think i've only done it like three times three or four times but it's i do enjoy it a lot um I don't know. It's just, it, it's a fun house. It's, it's got some good scares. I do. I, I do feel like this first month has been tough for scare acting. Um, I feel like there's been a lot of missed opportunities, like missed holes, like a staffing issue, not, not on, not on, on anything that the actual characters in there are doing, but 
the fact that there might just not be enough of them. Um, I don't know if they created like extra boo holes to change up scares throughout the season um, and they have the correct amount of people or if it's that they don't have the correct amount of people and all the boo holes aren't being filled. I'm not sure which one it is because um, I do feel like this house as, as well as a couple other houses on here, um, it did feel like staffing was an issue because I did go through a couple areas where I was like, oh, that's blatantly where somebody should be and there's nobody there. Like there should definitely be somebody there and there's nobody yeah. there. So there's I don't definitely know if it's a house change or downfall in, in employment, but one of there's those. Yeah, go ahead. You finish. You finish your thought. I'll say one of those factors is definitely happening, and it's it's affecting some of the houses more so than others. But this one, I did. No, feel I, and I agree with you. I think that there are definitely there are times in certain houses where you're like, they must have moved scare actors around because they needed them in other places, and they didn't have enough to really fully staff every house. And I think, unfortunately, that makes some of the lower tier. Um, and I apologize for my dog barking in the background. Um, <laughs> Uh, it, it definitely feels like some of the lower tier houses suffer from that a little bit. Now, again, that may change closer to the October. Maybe, maybe guys that we're getting into October, maybe it'll change a little bit closer to Halloween. But, um, yeah, as of right now, I think they definitely struggle with getting people in for the season, I guess is the point I'm trying to make. Yeah. Um, I, uh, you can definitely tell that they, they've suffered from some employee numbers or just like, you know, the numbers going down. Not to say that they fired a bunch of people or people are just quitting, but it, I think it's just they didn't have as many people apply for it this year yeah. as they have in the past. Um, That's what so, it feels I mean, like. It, it definitely feels that way. Now, I also think that there is a level of them changing up where scares come from in the house too. So I think that in some situations, maybe just when they do that, it gives off the appearance that there should be something in a place, but maybe it's not always there. I think yeah. they have to do some things to change the house up a little bit. And that, and that, and that, that does happen. Like there are certain houses you'll go through where, you know, you don't remember something being in a place and all of a sudden there's something there. And I think that works with getting some of the freshness feeling like you want to make sure that, you know, people that go through these houses three or four times that they have somewhat of a different experience every time, but I don't know. Yeah. But that was your so six, your right? number, yeah. So you're number six now. My six. Uh, so this is where it starts to kind of get a little bit samey from the previous hype list. I've got a couple houses that have bumped up. Well, actually, I got one house that bumped up pretty good, and the others here are kind of all hovering in the same place. So at six is the same as my hype list. I have Spirits of the Coven. Um, okay. I think I was. I got exactly what I expected. Um, and I and I think that I'm actually not smart enough, I guess, to really pick out what's changed from the first time we did it to the last time I did it. Uh, I know that you said some of the sound triggers have changed and that sort of thing, so they've added some stuff. Um, I think that there's a lot about this house to like. There's a few things that are kind of confusing and not really. I'm not super like. I don't understand exactly what they're going for in certain aspects of it. Uh, I don't think that. Yeah. The idea that like it's all witch witches is kind of lost on me. Like it feels almost more like demons, like you know, spirits from hell or something like that would have been better. I understand that like coven is supposed to be like you know, it just exudes like coven of witches, and I and I guess that there are definitely some aspects to it because there are certain characters that look like you know witchy witch type characters or or demon s type characters, but there's other ones that are kind of like don't really not really getting the whole witch thing. But yeah. but with that caveat being said, I think that I, I'm in love with the theming. Um, mm-hmm. I love the 20s, 30s, you know, that flapper era. I love that style. Um, I love that retro look. Um, so I think that 
that helps bring it up in my list a little bit. Now, obviously it hasn't changed because I think I, I knew I was going to like it to a point. Um, I wasn't sure whether or not it was going to be like one of those houses that blew me away. I was kind of hoping it would pull, um, like a, a Boris on me, like it did last year where like, I was yeah. super not yep. sure about it, but it, it was just really, really good when I finally went through it, that it kind of really went up my, my, my hype list. I think that, um, this one didn't do that, but it also didn't, it didn't go in the reverse either. So it didn't like yeah. start at six and then drop to like nine, which I'm, which yeah. I'm happy about. I'm happy that it actually kind of stayed right where it was because, um, you know, I, I did I did like it, and I think maybe you know a few more a few more attempts through it before the end of the season, maybe it'll change my list a little bit. But I think it's pretty much well stuck right there in that mid tier five six type area. So yeah, like I said, it it I, I I wish I had more of I wish the whole thing was that speakeasy feel. Um, I think that would have raised it up for me a lot more, but. Yeah, I see why it's it's up high in people's lists. Um, so we're into the top five now. So my number five is the weekend. It is Where a. Did you have it the last time? Um, was it low, low, or what? um, I had the weekend at six last time. Okay, so yeah, so, so it didn't really change. Pumped up a little bit, but nothing crazy. Um, it's a fun house. I, I do enjoy it. Um, again, this was a house that I felt like is just a fun time. Um, I haven't done it a lot just because the wait times for it are usually the longer ones. So the only times I, I really do it are if I do stay and scream for it early or if I'm there at the park, like super late. Um, that's when I'll kind of jump in line for it, but it's just a fun house. It's a party. Um, you know, the scares are good. It is, a, there is gore in this house, you know, when they're cutting his head off in the bathroom. Um, but like I said, I haven't done this as much. I just know that every time I went out of it, I did enjoy it. Um, like, like we kind of thought, you know, lighting is a big effect in this house. The theatrics are a big eva- um, effect on this house. And I think that the characters in this one are just having a good time. And you can, and, and that comes out, you can feel that. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, I mean, I don't have much on that house. Cause like I said, all I remember is that I liked it. <laughs> I, I need to go yeah. through it a couple more times. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I know it, I it's think- up there for me. We'll, we'll get to where it is on my list um, and it's going to uh, maybe surprise people. But um, yeah. I think the biggest drawback on it right now is that you kind of alluded to it is the wait time. I think the wait time for that house is absurd usually. Yeah. And I just don't have the desire to as much as I like it and we'll get to it. Um, I just don't have the desire to want to wait. <laughs> yeah. No, if this, I mean, if, so, if this event had more big IPs, I think it would have, benefit it because then it would be spread out a little bit but because it's like either the weekend or halloween like those are the big ips that's where people tend yeah. to really gravitate towards so had had we had that it would have lessened the blow for the weekend a we little definitely bit. um we kind of called it a little bit i think that we both agreed that like because halloween and weekend are going to be the biggest draws this year and i think that's definitely coming it's it's it's, it's being shown in the wait times i guess is my point. yeah all right so it would bring me to my five right Yep. So this is probably the biggest bump out of every house that I had on my hype list. Um, my number five at the time was Fiesta de Chupacabras, and we'll get to that where, where that's gone. But my number five now is Blumhouse. Okay. And Blumhouse was nine on my hype list. So it's come wow. up from nine okay. to five. Um, yep. I was super worried that this house was going to be boring. I mean, yeah. Partly. I know that like yeah, my, right, my thought rightfully was, so. my thought was that half of it would be good, half of it would be meh. And I'm so happy to report that I was wrong. I'm completely wrong. This house, I've been through it three times now. It's 
it's it's amazing. And if it wasn't for the four that are ahead of it, I don't think this one potentially would have. This one could have been top top three, uh, based on how much yeah. I liked it. But just based on the other four, I think this one definitely. Um, it's just it's it's just so good. I think that they what how they did it was smart. I think splitting it up right down the middle made so much sense. Yeah, and um, it's just I, I don't know. It's just it's really it's really good. Um, I. I'm just trying to, trying to try to gather my thoughts on it. So obviously we start, you know, the first half of the house is freaky and the second half is, is the black phone. Um, freaky is as good as I thought it was going to be. I think, yeah. I think that one definitely, you know, met expectations. I think it's really great. I think the set pieces in it are awesome. Some of the, some of the gags in it are great. Um, and the scares and, 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 and the scares, the jump scares in this, in this, in this house, maybe some of the jump scares, some of the best jump scares, jump scares I've experienced so far this year. Um, I think, you know, it, it, it benefits from being a funky or a weird setting where you don't expect everything that happens to happen. Um, like I'll just, I'll just put this in the, the locker hallway is awesome. Uh, it's just, it's, it's so, yeah, it's so cool. I like that a lot, how, how they pulled that off. Um, and it's simple, it's super simple. And you would think that, well, it's kind of, you know, plain Jane, but I think it's so, I just think it's, I just think it works so well. Um, it fits and then yep okay i was just sure if you had something else to add to that but um oh, no i was so, just saying it it fits yeah yeah it definitely fits uh and then then of course there's the break and I, I honestly it's funny like some of the best reactions i've I've experienced from other people that i'm in the house in the house with so the couple times that i've done three times that i've done it it seems like every time i do it like we get to the end of the freaky and they're all like okay good we're good we're good it's done we're over with we can go do something else and, and, and nope we're going right back into into black phone and i think Part two. Um, yep. so i think i think it's funny how like everyone kind of gets that re- like relaxed feeling oh we're done and then no we're right back into it so uh and then the black not phone, so much <laughs> again half um this is what exceeded expectations um this is what made it drive from nine to five i think i initially in my hype list i i wasn't bad dogging it i was just worried that this part would be boring and that the movie doesn't really lend itself to a haunted house. And I'm pleasantly surprised and happy to report that uh, I was wrong. I think this definitely lends itself to a haunted house. I think this is probably honestly, if I, if I had to rate the two halves, I'd rate the black phone over freaky. It's close, but I actually, I think enjoy the black phone part a little bit more. Um, the masks are amazing. The, 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 the mask design um, for, 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 um, the grabber is awesome. Um, the sets are really, really good. Uh, it definitely creates a sense of claustrophobia, which not every house manages. This one definitely manages that, especially when you walk through the kitchen scene. Like that is yep. super claustrophobic. Like, uh, you're super, something's you're super coming. Something's coming. Something's gonna happen. Um, and I'll, I'll admit, there's like two. There, there are two jump scares in that particular section. Like not that specific scene, but that black phone section that got me and they get me every time. And if you can get me every time, even if I know it's coming, um, I think you do a pretty good job. So I'm pleasantly happy to support that. This sits right at five on my list. I know it's not top, top five, like high top five, but that's just because, you know, that just speaks to the level of, of how much I enjoyed the other, the other four. So yeah. No shade on this. I think this one could have been higher in the list, but I'm sorry. My dogs are going crazy all of a sudden. Um, <laughs> That's okay. It definitely could have been higher on the list, maybe, but I think that 
as of right now where it sits, it, this is just, it fits right at five. So again, big jump nine to five. I'm definitely um, happy with it as it sits right now. Yeah. My number four, um, jumping off of what you just said, the horrors of Blumhouse. Um, I thought the way that they did these two houses was brilliant. And I say two houses because that's kind of what it is. It's, it's freaky as part one, black phone is part two. And, and that was one of my biggest concerns was how are they going to, mix these two houses how is it going to work out and that first night when i went through and i was like all right freaky's done and we go out to this like open aired like we're, we're done with the house and then into a whole like second facade i was like wow okay this is what a a split house should be it should be split it's 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 very distinct freaky ends here black phone starts here and that's just something that i was very cautious about because i wasn't sure how they would do it because i know in past um it hasn't been that distinct of a start and finish um so i did enjoy it a lot the freaky stuff was really fun you know that's from watching the movies um or the movie that's what i kind of expected from this house more of a fun um you know the kills are really cool i like the the freaky character she's given the chainsaw right to this this prosthetics groin area um we got the chainsaw kill with the guy getting sawed in half um a lot of good stuff in that portion so in in these this house the hearts of blumhouse both of these parts i think i've gotten the most scares out of as well um once we get into the black phone area just walking into that like little ramp with all the missing posters and the audio playing i was like okay this is a good it's setting the tone very well um there's one that very dark hallway where it has a lot of like the slamming doors gets me every time because it's so dark i can't see where i am i can't see where the doors are and it's just like wow um this one this house definitely has given me the most scares um yeah like you mentioned that scene where the grabber is just sitting there i was like i know somebody's gonna come out from somewhere else and sometimes the best scare is not is not a scare it's just kind of like giving you that uneasy feeling without actually scaring you Yep, which is exactly how, what it does. So that's they nailed it. Yeah, and that's how they earn good jump scares. Like I've said before, <laughs> some people are like, well, "What do you mean by earn the jump scare?" That's that's exactly it right there. They make you uneasy, yep. so you don't know where they're coming from because they could come from anywhere at that point. Yep. So, uh, yeah, it's so good, and I and I think you and I, for the most part in this list, has been somewhat similar. And I think we're definitely on the same we're on the same wavelength when it comes to this house. Yeah, yeah, this one I was very happy with. Now, like next time, if they announce another compilation blumhouse they better put it in the same location and just keep it yeah. that way where it's like a part one yeah. part two because i was just i was so surprised it it, it it honestly felt like we got a bonus house you know it, i know they're shorter and like it really is just one house but it did feel like it's like a bonus 11th house because it's it's split so distinctly so that part i really did enjoy yeah, so definitely. we are now on to your number four so my number four, that was your five or four, full four, right? So this is my four. That was my, that was my four. Okay. Yeah. So my four is, uh, my four is, so <laughs> I, I want to preface it. The next, the next four, maybe, maybe, maybe my top three more so, but my, my next four are so close. This was, this was really hard to rank. So don't ever, yeah. don't, don't people don't, don't, don't think that I think any of these are considerably better than the other. Um, but my number four is Fiesta de Chupacabras. Uh, that was five to begin with on my hype list, and now it's at four. Um, again, much like Spirits, I think it it completely met every expectation I had for it, um, and more. Maybe, and maybe with this one, a little more so. 
Um, I love the theme of this house. Um, this is, you know, it just, I just, I have, I have a thing for monster type tales. Um, like those, 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 like, like Yeti was where it was kind of like, you know, those urban legend type stories. I think this is, this is just fits right along with that. Um, I think, the set build, like the, the set design in this one is phenomenal. Um, especially when you first walk in, you see like the little village behind the wall and, you know, you can hear the noises and the growls and different things. I think it just, it, it definitely, it pulls you into, it pulls you into the story. This is exactly what, you know, some of the other houses that don't do it as well need to do is you need to be like, just kind of pulled into it. You don't have to know the story word for word, but as long as you, can visually understand what's going on and, 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 and kind of get what, what, where they're going with it. I think this one succeeds at that. Um, yep. Scare actors are great in this one. I think it's interesting. I like when they do um, scare actors that aren't so much monsters, but just like people that are living within the story. You know what I mean? So like all these different characters that are like, celebrating the chupacabra like they're they're part you know fiesta obviously having a a you know they're having a a get together and a party for the monster like they're like in support of the monster so i like when scare actors aren't always like the bad guy quote unquote but like Mm -hmm. um human characters that are not necessarily um out there to get you necessarily like obviously the monster is the chupacabra and you get some awesome chupacabras in this one so again kind of going along with the set design it just uh, they use the, the the puppetry that they that they that they come up with for these houses it's just oh it's awesome. amazing so good and this one in particular um it's it's hard to tell like sometimes what you know whether a certain a certain aspect of the house is is it a puppet or is it animatronic or is it a is it someone in a costume uh, i think with this one they do really really a great job of kind of making you think like what is real versus what isn't. Um, and not to say that it has anything to do with the scares, but um, I just, again, that's the part of me that appreciates how much work went into and how much creativity went into building these things. Um, so this yeah, one no. definitely out of all of the IPs, this is the one that like really kind of got to that core of my, you know, appreciation, like just, you know, just, originals, original, sorry, not IP. Yeah. Originals. Oh. That's my fault. Um, yeah, so I, I don't want to again. I, I don't like, I don't like describing individual details of the house, but there's just so many aspects of this one that are so good, like the firecrackers. Um, <laughs> I love that part, the firecrackers uh, with the smoke coming out of it. Yeah, yeah. So if you can, such if a you small can, little thing. I love if you it. You can hit certain details right, which they do. I think that you know when you when when you happen to get that moment in the house where you get it as you walk by, I think is so great. So with the firecracker type situation, you know you have to kind of walk by it at the right time. Otherwise, yeah. it's just it doesn't do anything. So when you do get that opportunity, when you when you, when you get that walkthrough where you get to see it as you walk by it, um, I think is great. And it, it's such a nice little touch that, you know, just brings the whole thing together. Um, yeah. And yeah. And again, like it just it's it's hard to explain why this why completely why this house works so well, wins so well. But I think it's just because um there's a lot of like buildup in it too. Like you don't immediately get the monster. You get a lot of buildup oh, yeah. to it. And then when you finally get to the monster, uh, it's just, it, it's such a good payoff. Uh, I think, I, I think it is, yeah, it works. So it works really well with that. And I think, you know, 
kind of going back in the list a little bit like bugs does the same thing i think like that build up to that final that final how that final room um works really well and i think that's kind of where fiesta does the same thing um Obviously, I don't. I just don't get as much of a visceral reaction from 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 Chupacabra yeah, as, as I do from Bugs. So, uh, I think that you know, Bugs would have been higher ranked because of that as well. If it wasn't for that, you know, that wishy washy reaction I had with it. But um, yeah, <laughs> no, again, I, I know I've been kind of off the rails with this with this one, but I think Fiesta was really really well. Um, didn't completely blow away expectations, but I think it definitely sits right where I thought it was going to be in my list. So I. I I enjoy it. I really do enjoy it. So that's why it's at four. Yeah. So jumping into the top three now, um, my number three is Halloween. Um, I thought this one was really well done. I do enjoy it. I, I feel like this got a better treatment than Chainsaw did last year, where Chainsaw went from a tent house to a studio or a, to a soundstage. And it, it didn't really feel like that much different. Um, I do feel the differences here. I, I don't remember exactly the differences between this 24 house and, and this one. Um, but I enjoyed it. I loved the whole kind of walking through the progression of the story. Whereas like the beginning part we walk through is like the childhood house. And then we walk out into this big open scene where all the, the medical or all the people in the, the loony bin or whatever are walking around. And it's kind of like that dark dreary night, the cars there. I, I enjoyed that. Like, intro the story and then when we pull into the house and we get all the michael scares i mean the michael scares are the michael scares it's the and the Mm -hmm. but i love it that's what i'm here for so i just i i really enjoyed it i thought it was very well done again you know it's it's a property like halloween you have to do right and and i get it that some people might have you know been here you know been there done that um you know we have seen michael a lot it is a little michael overload um, in the past couple of years, unfortunately, because of all the rights issues with the other the other big baddies like Freddie and Jason. Right. Um, so, yeah, I would like to see them, too, as well. <clears throat> but if it's going to be Halloween Horror Nights 31, you need to have Michael Myers there, plain and simple. Even if it's just a simple retelling of the original movie. I mean, that's just it's it's classic. It's nostalgic. It is, you know, this Halloween is to me what you know, the universal monsters are to other people. You know, if it's, if it's October, I'm flipping on Halloween. They might be flipping on universal monsters and that's fine, but that's why this one I have that attachment to versus the other one. So like when people rank monsters so high and they say that it's like that nostalgia factor for them, or this is like their, their IP. I I understand why, because I have the same exact feeling towards Halloween where it's like, I, I could go through this house every year and be just as happy. It's just it's just well done. I, this had a lot of good scares. The Michaels in this house are amazing. Um, it's just it's really good. I I, I I could wax poetically about this for a while, but it is what it is. It's Halloween. It's Michael Myers. That's all I need. Yeah, definitely. So that brings <laughs> us to my three, right? Yep. So I think you and I are kind of right along the same lines here. Uh, my number three is Halloween too. Uh, it was originally nice. two on my hype list, but only because it, it only dropped a little bit because of how I feel about another house that was in my hype list. Um, so Halloween, I think, is exactly what it what I wanted it to be. Um, it feels like you're walking through the movie. Um, I think that they not only did that, but they also, you know, 
for something that's so tried and true, like you were just saying, it's very much like a Michael um, event because, you know, it is Michael is the one they have. Michael is very popular and Michael brings in the crowds regardless of how many times you've done it. Um, so I think that because of that, they had to definitely kind of come up with their own way of telling the story. And they definitely did. Uh, I was surprised with some of the set, with some of the scenes that we got, like you said, the, the scene outside of, outside of the um, psych ward where all the different yeah. you know, people with the white gowns kind of walking around outside the fence. I think that was really cool. They pulled, they, they managed to pull that together and put that in there. Um, it's just some really good, some good sections of this, of, of this, of this house. Like when you're walking by the side of his house past the, you know, the sheets hanging up. I think that's really cool. I think that, um, I think it, it definitely benefits from being in a soundstage. I think they had the space to really build these sets up and make them feel real. Uh, I, I think that there are a lot of aspects of it where they do a really good job of tricking your brain and making you think, you know, things are working a certain way when they're not. What I mean by that is like when you walk into the house, you're now upstairs in, you know, his sister's bedroom where you get, you know, yeah. where you get, you know, that situation where Judith Myers is on the ground and she's been murdered. And this, it, it, you kind of get that feeling of walking around the house, but you don't really realize that you're obviously not going up and down in elevation, but it feels like you're going to different rooms within the, within the movie. And um, you can remember each of these scenes, because, you know, obviously everyone that goes through it, you're probably a fan of the movie. So you remember the movie pretty well and you feel like you're there. You really do feel like you're there. And and I think at the end of the day, that's all I ever wanted from the house to begin with was that just make me feel like I'm in the movie. And it obviously succeeds at doing that. Um, I don't think they tried too many new things, I guess is my point. Like I know there was a big, there was a lot of talk about how it was going to be like their own take on the story from the 1978 movie. But I don't really see a whole lot different uh, I think they probably probably did do a few things here and there that were different, but for the most part, it's you know it's exactly what you remember the movie being. Um, yep. A lot of the you know obviously all the famous scenes where you've got you know like I said the the very beginning where young Michael slays his sister, or you get to the part where he's under the sheet. You get the you get sheet Michael who's choking out the cheerleader. Yeah. You, you get all these various aspects of it that I think are really cool. And I I really do my favorite. I think my favorite part in the house is when you're walking through. Um, the living room and you look up the stairs and you see a Michael standing at the top of the stairs and then they get you coming out the other way. Very classic, yep. you know, look one way, get gotcha. you the other way um, type, yep. type scare, but it definitely works. And I think it's really well done. I think it's cool. It's a cool optical thing that, that, you know, you don't usually get with a lot of houses. Cause again, you don't really get a whole lot of multiple story type uh, scare rooms unless you do it in a soundstage. So they took advantage of that for many, you know, of those particular reasons. I think that really worked really well. So, yeah, I mean, again, I don't think it blew away my expectation, but it didn't really have to. It just had to meet the expectation of what I wanted. And that's why it's ranked as high as it is. It's at three. It was at two originally. Now it's at three. But I think that it definitely deserves a top three spot out of all the houses that are there that are this that are there that this season. Yeah. And you want to talk about like claustrophobia aspects too. the whole closet scene is really fun, too. That's just. You're, you're constantly just pushing stuff out of your way and like you don't know where you're at or where you're going or if you're making progress and then boom something pops out from right there you're like oh son of a bitch you got me while i was vulnerable right right exactly <laughs> all right so jumping into top two now number two for me is fiesta de chupacabras um okay. this one i did think it was going to be up pretty high but i like the points that you mentioned it is so immersive right when you walk in you're like okay i'm in a 
you know, South American town, like the, the, you can see like the whole cityscape of the buildings popping up and it's just a good little illusion that they trick, trick you with. Um, and like you mentioned as well as a lot of the scares aren't from like scary people. It's, you know, the people in the masks, the villagers and stuff like that. It's not the actual chupacabra that's doing a lot of the scares. It's, you know, they're like either they're warning us and telling us about, you know, and the, the actual festival or whatever they're doing and they're bringing us to slaughter essentially, but it's, it's just such a beautiful house. Um, and that's something with like my one and two is like the set designs are just top notch. You know, we mentioned the little, the little things like the firecracker with, you know, you have to have the fog, you have to have the sound and you have to have the lights and they all coincide perfectly to pull off such a small little trick. Um, even the firecrackers, just like when you're walking in, you can hear them in the background going off. So you're like, okay, something's something's happening here. Um, the yeah. puppetry of the, the actual chupacabras are awesome. It's it's what I wanted. I didn't want like a character chupacabra in like a dulled down version. I wanted like this big beast-like character, um, and I got that. There's one little part that I've only caught like one or two times, but it's the guy. Um, it's like a dummy being pulled pulled into a room. And you hear like the chupacabra feasting on that person. Um, it's a fun little like gag that it's a, it's a not a full jump scare, but it's like something moving, so it catches you off guard. Um, yeah, I don't. I just I really enjoyed the house. I like the colors of it. This was the gore house. Um, you know, you walk into that one scene. There's one room where it's all the the bodies being cut up, and there's different body parts. And there's another part with the butcher area, and I was like, okay what we thought came to fruition. This is the gore house. This is very colorful house. It's, it's just, it's all there for me. Yeah, I agree. And I figured this one was probably going to be, um, one of your top. I mean, I figured this would be yeah. one of your top. Um, I didn't think it would top the, the one that's clearly number one. <laughs> on your list. Um, but mm-hmm. I definitely think that, uh, it, it definitely, it, it has the opportunity to be that house, that type of house. I just think it is. I that mean, good. If- if that number one house wasn't here this year, that would be the, you know, Fiesta would be the number one. It's funny. Yeah. It's, that's, I, I, I can definitely understand um, why that, that would be the case. So are you ready to uh, get into these top, <laughs> top two on my list and be like, what? Yeah. So let's, let's <laughs> right. see. What's your number two? So my number two is Dead Man's Pier. And what? I, I know. Um, oh, I think man. that, again, let's, everyone has to remember this is, this is our personal opinions. Um, we obviously haven't gotten to my number one yet, but everyone should be able to figure out what my number one is. All right. Um, I'm glad that they, I'm glad that ours differ a little bit. I like it. So yeah. So dead man's pier is again, remember my top three could easily go a different way as well. That's how close they are, but I had to rank yeah. them. And I think that just for certain aspects, very certain aspects personally, um, this is how they kind of ended up. So number two, dead man's pier. Uh, it, it is obviously, as as expected, it is the best original house um, at the event this year. We all kind of yep. knew that was going to happen. I, I think that anyone that was saying Dead Man's Pure potentially wasn't going to be best house, I think probably, um, you know, we're maybe saying that half-heartedly. I think that deep down inside, everyone knew this one was going to was going to be the house, and I think it, it yeah. it's very it very close it very it's very close to being the house. Um, we'll get to my number one, but I think there is one house personally that I would almost maybe rank 
higher for best house. And obviously we're going through that because it's sitting at my number two as of right now. Um, obviously we'll probably revisit this again once more before when the season ends. But I think that, uh, yeah, I, it, it's exactly what I wanted from it. Much like Halloween, it completely met expectations. Um, mm-hmm. The problem is, is that I think my expectations for it were so high that it was going to be very hard for it to completely top my expectations, if that makes any sense. Yeah. So I expected yeah. this house to be the one of like the best house this year. Obviously, it was at number one of both our hype lists, hype lists, and I think you and I both agree that you know we kind of knew going in that this was probably going to be the best house. Um, and I think, yeah, so what what's great about it is obviously we love the theme. I love the theming of it. I love the idea of a cold New England, you know, sea town, uh, uh, coastal town right on the coast of the ocean um, in the dead of winter. So you get that cold aspect. It's super, you know, feels wintry. You, you get the shivers when you first walk in. Um, the idea of the, the pier and all the you know the fishing village that kind of is built off of that that pier and the story is really well told visually um you definitely if you listen to the backstory you definitely get that through the visuals it's very understand very understandable um the scare actors again really well done create creative um the scares in it are really good the effects in it are really good the gags in it are really good um the i i think we both stated that we wanted to be able to like walk along the side of a ship like we want to we want to see the you know the big the boats and the ships that you would see it appear and it definitely meets that um i think the major set piece in it with you know the ship and the girl and the violin i think that whole thing works really well i think yep. it lost a couple points with me only because she feels kind of far away and i kind of get the idea of what they were going for like she's supposed to be like the ghostly woman who eased the con- lost her husband and yeah lost her husband and eased the conscience of, of, of the sea captain and you know kind of she's that melancholy character and i think i think it works that she's like off in the distance and you can see her from up top but i think that where that limits them a little bit in this house is that she really can't interact with you as well because she's so far away and yeah. not only that's a problem she's not supposed to be a scare necessarily she's supposed to be you know the centerpiece of the story so that's why she's up on high and she's the angel kind of in that sense even though she's more of a ghost, but I think it's really cool. Uh, I like how like, you know, they have the sound design in in that area with you. You, 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 you definitely get the, the sound of the ocean, the, the sea spray, you get the violin sounds, you get all these different things that really come together to give you that feeling of being at a pier. Um, And I think that's what makes this one, you know, one of, if not the best of, of all of the 10 houses, I think, because it, it, it meets that expectation beyond anything else in the park. I mean, you definitely feel like you're in a New England town, a coastal town in a pier. And I'm not going to go into too much detail. I'm going to let you kind of do that because we all know that's number one on your list. (laughs) Um, I'll let you kind of go off on it. Um, But that's kind of how I feel about it. I think that it totally met that expectation like I expected it to. Um, It just didn't necessarily completely obliterate the expectations. Um, And I, I don't think it had to. I'm not saying that it had to do that. I think that if it did, then it would be clear number one for me. But I think that with my number one, I think there is a there is actually this is my hot take of the year. Like this, I think there is a reason to potentially consider the other house on my list. Why this one could potentially be uh, the best house of the year too. Um, but we'll we'll get we'll get into that in a minute. But yeah, so that that's my number two, Dead Man's Pier. So I will let you 
do your number one, kind of go off about it, and we'll discuss, <laughs> and then we'll get into my number one. You can tell me why I'm wrong. <laughs> All right, so number one, obviously, Dead Man's Pier for me. This thing is just an absolute... 10 all around it's a beaut you walk into that first facade and it's just like you're walking through this the, the town village and you go right into the bartender and they got the i mean it, they could have done this without the whole uv light on the beard and shining and stuff like that but they they went that extra mile and they added that effect for us and it's just it worked brilliantly um you know, like like we said, we listed off all the stuff that we wanted from this house originally. Like I wanted it to be the cold house. I wanted it to have that spray effect, the smell, you know, bad fish smell, the salt smell. I got all of that. Um, we got the scene with like, and, and the stuff like, I'm trying to word this. Um, my expectations were actually <clears throat> exceeded because all the stuff that I did want, I got plus more you know i never would have thought to be like hey i want this crazy violinist on this giant ship like i, I would have never have thought to be like yeah that's something that should should go into this house and it, it, it did and it fits so perfectly you know towards the end of the house we have the one character on the on the little like rope mechanism thing to make it look like he's swimming outside of the ship um i love that effect um the the guy in the the old school like scuba gear with the the uv light in his face um, you know, chef's kiss. It's stuff. This, this is just like the most beautiful house I've ever gone through. This might be my new number one house of all time. And I know it's a little quick to say, but, and, and I won't, I'm just saying it has the potential. I won't officially, you know, pencil it in there um, just yet because that's a, that's a different, that's a whole different time to be talking about that discussion, but it's, it's making a case for it because personally mm -hmm. for me, everything I wanted, it, it met now i did see that i think in that one scene where you walk in and it looks like you're inside of a little boat garage and there's like a boat in the water yes, i think there was supposed yep. to be a character there and there was supposed to be water in there um oh, really? but there was there was a, so there is, a like, yeah i mean there is a scare actor in that room but you're saying there should be there was supposed to be somebody in the water like in that area like in the boat I, th I don't know if they're supposed to be in the boat, but the boat was supposed to be like, that was supposed to be floating. water. The boat was okay. going to be floating, but I guess there was a leak at one point and it kind of flooded out uh, parts of the house and some of uh, Chupacabras. So I think they just decided to not deal with that mess if it, if it did happen again. So that would have been cool to see the boat just kind of like rocking there, floating there. Um, you know, again, just a small little thing that could have gone, gone that extra inch, but it's, you know, still, you still get the same feel regardless. Um, I mean, I've had, I've had a very lucky runs with this house. I've gotten hit with a lot of scares, but one of the best times I went was it was towards the end of a weekday night and there was nobody behind me. So I took my time and I could walk and I would stand in the room. Like I almost, it was like, it was almost like I was watching a performance. I was just standing in the rooms and just like taking my sweet time. Cause there was nobody behind me. Nobody was ushering me through all the characters were interacting perfectly. It was, it was awesome. But just like, being able to walk through and actually take in the full scope of all of the ambiance that they created for us is just amazing. And it's, it's exactly what I, what I want from, from the first day when we saw a seaside village on speculation map 1.0 four yep. or five months ago, yep, yep, yep. We this knew it. is, <laughs> this is what I wanted and this is what I got. And I just couldn't be happier. This is just, it's going to be an all timer for me for sure. Well, I can't disagree with you on any of that, so <laughs> I totally understand. So you're number one. So my number one is, if by process of elimination you figured it out already, is the weekend. Um, it 
So this is kind of where I mean by the whole blow away expectations. So I think initially I expected it to be good. I expected to enjoy it. Uh, I just figured that it wouldn't be as good as Dead Man's Pier or Halloween. I think, yeah. uh, I, again, I don't think, again, remember, this is all really close in my in my ranking, but I just think there are certain things about this one personally that just completely went above and beyond what I expected to be in this house. Uh, it definitely is that fever dream-esque type house. So they yeah. definitely hit that. Um, so that I think expected, I, I, I wanted that, but I didn't think that they'd be able to pull it off necessarily. Um, but they did. And I think that, I think it works really well. Um, it definitely gives off a party vibe. So you get that party-esque vibe house, especially when yeah. you're in the queue. When Very you're party vibe. You, when you're waiting to get in, it kind of gives that vibe. But as you get closer to the door, it kind of becomes a little more ominous, a little more um, esoteric in a way. Um, and then the, the house itself. Now, granted, I know we talk a lot about stories. This one I don't think has as much, as much of a story. Um, but you didn't like, you didn't necessarily go into this one expecting one. You know what I mean? Like there's no yeah. start and end to a physical story with this house. I think it's more of a, you're kind of going into the mind of the weekend. And if he didn't help at all in any way, uh, they did a great job, but I have to imagine that he definitely had some hand in planning what was going to be in it and what was going to, what was going to look like, what did he want the scare actors to look like? Um, and I think that it, it goes beyond just being, you know, a straight rip of his music videos. I, I think that, I think that they definitely pulled from that, but like, I think they also kind of did their own thing and got really creative with it. I, I love the scare characters in this for the most part. I think there's maybe one that I'm kind of like, and it's kind of cheesy looking, but other than that, like everything looks great. Um, they kind of, in some ways gives off a little bit of a silent Hill vibe in some ways. And those that play that game or have seen that movie, they kind of know what I'm talking about, but at the same time, it also, um, just it's it's one of those houses that just beats on your senses like it completely just beats down you in a sensory way more so than just you know being gory for the sake of being gory um mm -hmm. i like how the scenes kind of change as you go through it so you see him kind of like locked in the chair and then he broke out of the chair and the different lights going on the mirror room is great um that with the music and then the lights come down as well it's it's just there's so many things visually Audi, you know, audi, audi, I don't even know the word, audibly, auditorily, whatever, whatever the word yeah. is for, 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 for uh, sound. Um, I just think it definitely kind of attacks you from all angles. And I think that's what, I think that's what makes it so good is that like, you know, it's not just a, a generic, you know, walk through well, what's going to be here. Boo, got you here. You know, it's not a lot of that, like, like that, that boo hole type factor that like gets there, but it's also not, it's, it's harder to kind of pick that out. Like I think like, it's harder for me to pick out where the scares are going to come from in this one. Um, and you do kind of feel uneasy, I guess, th through it. I mean, not necessarily to the point where like you're dreading something, but it just definitely feels like you, you can't relax, I guess is my point. There's like, there's no point in this house where you can kind of be like, all right, well, we get a little bit of a break, a little bit of a breather. It's just constantly hitting you with something. And I think that's, that yeah. works so well. And, you know, again, from a personal perspective too, it definitely helps if you're a fan of the music. So if you're a fan of his, of his sound or of his, of his albums, um, you're going to like this house a little bit more probably. So I think that that helps my case a little bit on my, from my side, if you don't like his music, if you don't like him as a person or whatever reason you have for not liking the theme or the aspect of the house that they pulled from, I can understand why you don't think it's as good. Um, so I can understand why there's probably going to be a huge divide between who likes this house versus who doesn't. 
Uh, I don't think you can necessarily say that for a lot of the other ones. I think a lot of the other houses are pretty well, um, for the most part, they either the community agrees one way or the other, <laughs> whether it's a good or a bad yeah. house. Um, I think with this one, there is a definitely going to be a strong um, divide between the people that like the house versus people that don't like the house. Um, so I think that, I think that um, I can see why that will probably bring it down as far as house rankings at the end of the year are concerned for just the majority of people that have gone to it. Uh, I just think personally for me, it would, uh, it, it's making a case for me anyways, of being the best house of the event. Uh, I think that, I think initially I was expecting dead man's to kind of just be, that's the house. That's the best of the event. We all know it and everything else kind of behind it will kind of fall in line. But like this one, I think for, you know, for my own, my own opinion, I think that the weekend actually gives it a run for its money. Do I think that it will be? No, I think that at the end of the day, it'll be dead man's peer is the best house of the year. I don't think that the weekend will be able to do that. I'm not even sure it'll be top five once you kind of pull everybody. Um, but for me personally, I think that it just kind of, it could very well, I could see, I could see a reason or an avenue for why it could, should be considered best house. I think as of right now, I mean, obviously I'm going to do these houses more throughout the rest of the, the event throughout October. And I'm sure my rankings will change a little bit, but I, again, I think that it did everything I expected it to and more. And I think that's kind of why it pushed it up the list from three to one for me as of right now. So Again, yeah, and the th- bring on the uh, bring on the rebuttal and the hate from everybody. But you know what? I just I, I don't know. It's just how I feel. So it's a fun house. What what I do really like about this house that I, I don't think I mentioned when I talked about it myself is that that party aspect with the music blaring. It almost puts you in like a safe space. Like you, you're like you're you're walking around humming or dancing the song, and you like kind of forget. Oh shit, I'm in a haunted house right now. And then bam, that's where they get you. So like. The, the atmosphere of the songs like really plays into a factor of the scares and, and it gets you feeling comfortable a little bit, even though you're surrounded by all this ridiculousness, but it, it kind of, it, it allows you to be caught off guard because you're just so in tune with the music. I, I, I think that's a fun aspect that most houses can't play with because unless it's a musical artist house, you know, you're not going to be, you know, humming or singing along to a song that's in a house that is not an original song that, you know, yeah, I agree. <clears throat> All right. So quickly, before we jump off, what I'm going to do is first, I'm going to read off my hype list from the previous uh, episode, and then I'm going to, to cap it off with my list that I have today where the standings are. So originally, my hype list was as follows. Uh, 10 was the Horrors of Blumhouse. 9 was Descents of Destruction. 8 was Universal Monsters Legends Collide. 7 was Hellblock Horror. 6 was The Weekend. Five was Spirits of the Coven. Four was Halloween. Three was Fiesta de Chupacabras. Two was Bugs Eaten Alive. And one was Dead Man's Pier. But as of today, my rankings now sit as 10 Spirits of the Coven. So that dropped a lot, unfortunately. Um, Hellblock Horror at nine. Eight was Universal Monsters. Seven is Bugs Eaten Alive, which fell again. But still, like I said, it's just there are no bad houses. It's just it's just preference at this point yep, yep. um six was descents of destruction five was the weekend four was horrors of blumhouse which made a nice little surge up the charts for me uh three was halloween two is fiesta de chupacabras now and one dead man's pier still still staying strong still hanging still standing strong holding hold, holding yeah <laughs> uh so um so yeah so, so for me 
again, uh, our initial hype list, I had Universal Monsters at 10, Blumhouse at 9, Hellblock at 8, Descendants of Destruction at 7, Spirits of the Coven at 6, Fiesta de Chupacabras at 5, Bugs Eaten Alive at 4, The Weekend at 3, Halloween at 2, and Dead Men's Pier at 1. And now, after experiencing the houses, um, I have currently ranked them. 10 is Hellblock. Um, 9 is Universal Monsters. Again, <laughs> still pretty low, but at least it's better than yep. what it was. So I, I, It got I, a bump. You guys got to leak to me that. Uh, 8, Descendants of Destruction. Uh, 7, Bugs Eaten Alive, which came down a few spots, which I kind of expected it to happen, but, you know, it, it is what it is. Uh, 6, Spirits of the Coven, stayed right where it was from the hype list. Mm-hmm. 5, Blumhouse. This was my biggest one that jumped. Um, this one from 9 to yep. 5, my biggest jump. 4, Fiesta de Chupacabras. 3, Halloween fell one by one two dead man's pier i'm gonna get eviscerated for that but that fell by one <laughs> down to two and then weekend bumped up from three to one um so as it sits right now that's that's kind of where i have them ranked like i said my top three can definitely change by the end of the year like i make i oh, may and yeah. i may end the season and say you know what i was wrong a little bit dead man's pier is still obviously the best house so that could very well bump back up to one but we'll see what happens um i'm gonna give them a few more times to soak in definitely enjoy them a little bit better a little bit more and uh we'll see what happens we'll see how, how much it changes from now until the end of october yep all right well that wraps it up for this episode for our uh, hype versus reality uh we will be back next week um now that all of the craziness has kind of settled down um we are going to this week game plan how we're going to attack october and november uh we will be back on our scheduled programming and um yeah just um Hope you guys get to listen to this. Hope hopefully everybody um, got out of the hurricane unscathed. Um, and you know, let's just um, let's just get ready to get back into the fog. I know there's a little bit of antsiness from some people because there hasn't been too much announcements. But yeah, they you know, just lot. realize realize Orlando and the Central Florida area got hit in all different degrees in different areas. All of those team members, the people that have to put everything back together, everyone that has to be there as yep. just a character everyone's dealing with this um and whether you're from the area maybe you'll have a little bit more understanding if you're here visiting um please have that understanding because you know you aren't the one that that you know worrying that your home is is completely damaged and flooded and yeah. and destroyed people so just remember that keep that in your mind you gotta remember that those that work for the park work for universal studios uh work for Hollywood horror nights specifically you know they may work the event but they also have lives here as well they live here they live in the central florida area and everyone got hit pretty damn pretty damn hard um sugarcoat it um so just be patient with them especially if you're like like nick said if you're visiting from out of state um you know just be patient with those that work at the park you know it could be someone that's dealing with things at home and they may not mean to come off short in a way or maybe just you know if something happens that you know is upsets you just try to let it go um, because remember yeah. everyone here is dealing with some, you know, is, de- is dealing with cleanup. So uh, everyone uh, along with everybody, we hope that it gets picked back up pretty quick and we can all enjoy the fog once more. Um, hopefully it won't take too long, but hopefully once we get some word, we'll know when we can actually go back to the event. Um, and Nick and I actually have a tour coming up on Sunday, so hopefully they get everything going by then, but yeah, you know, so we we'll totally understand if, if, if obviously it's a little bit slower going so we'll definitely have to find out what's the what's what's the change going to have to be can we move it to a different date or that sort of thing but either way yeah, um, I mean, super excited to get back there and you know 
get back into the into the fog and back into the swing of things. Yep. So pending um, the tour, um, most likely, if as long as that everything goes according to plan and we can still do our tour on Sunday, then next week we will be talking about that unmasking the yeah. horror tour and giving you some of the back. insights that we picked up. Um, but if we do have to bump that tour date, then we will figure something else out to talk about next week. Um, but until next time, this is Nick. And this is Seamus. Happy haunts. And again, I would just like to thank Vampire Stepdad for letting us use his music for our intro and outro music. So if you would, just go check him out, Spotify, Facebook. Again, that is Vampire Stepdad.